When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it's Dave here with another uh, friendly pre-podcast message. This is just to let you know that at the very beginning of our review of Passengers, I uh, tried to sort of synopsize the movie or at least give the premise um, of the movie. And um, having since watched the trailers and read the IMDb synopsis for this movie, um, I realized that it's completely out of line with what actually happens in the movie. So I would probably consider what I said uh, essentially a spoiler, even though it's not really... Really, the mar- it's the marketing's fault, let's face it. They are not marketing this film as they actually should. Um, so, I, look, if you actually go and watch the movie and then listen to what I said, I think you'll understand. But if you don't want to know anything about the movie Passengers at all, which I probably would recommend, then um, wait till after you've seen the movie to listen to our review, which is starting right now. Okay, so it's Dave here. I'm with my wife, Kathy. Hello, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. We are... Um, it's New Year's Day, FYI. It's New Year's Day. We're in a Waterstones Cafe in Richmond, so that's why we're sort of whispering. What is this? Is this a, this is the kind of a whisper I'm doing? Yeah, a muted speaking. Yeah. Um, we're in the cafe because it's lashing rain outside and we're not going to the film yet. So we thought we'd do it here instead of doing it out in the rain. We're kind of two hours early for this film. So we're just going to be hanging out here for a while. Yeah, the opposite of what we normally do. Though I've no doubt we'll somehow end up being late for the movie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so we have we had two choices in the cinema. It was um, Passengers the new Chris Pratt, Jennifer Lawrence sci-fi film or Fantastic Beasts, which we've seen. Seen and reviewed already if you want to go back and listen to it. (laughs) Yeah, so we are going to Passengers. I'm kind of looking forward to this because I know absolutely nothing about it at all. Not a bit. We just know that it's sci-fi. Yeah, I deliberately didn't watch the trailer because I like to go into sci-fi completely fresh, so I've got no preconceptions. Um, What I do know is that they are... They're passengers. Passengers on some form of spacecraft, <laughs> yeah. I think. Um, and that's about all I know. What do you know about this? I don't even know what the reviews are like. Um, that's all I know about the plot, but I have seen a bit about the reviews. Um, so I was really excited for it as well. I love Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. Um, and I love sci-fi. So I was like, really excited. And as like you, I've avoided the trailers. But um, I saw Rotten Tomatoes yesterday, and I think it's like 30%. Oh. Yeah. Um, and I no. saw a headline like what was Jennifer Lawrence thinking oh that's stinky yeah and it's one of those things then I kind of read a little bit because I'm interested in, in it um, apparently the script's been around since like kind of mid to late 2000s and it's one of those scripts that was in a lot of like development like it's one of those scripts that had a really good idea as a lot of sci-fi does um, but they were kind of messing around with it and different people are bidding on it and then a couple of years ago it was cast with Keanu Reeves and Emily Blunt Okay. Obviously, they're not in it now. Um, and then now they have two huge names, and Jennifer Lawrence got paid twenty million for it, and she's getting something like a, once they break even, she's getting like thirty percent of the profits, like something massive. She got wow. a crazy deal for it, which Did puts her at like the highest paid actress. Chris for that. Pratt is getting. He's getting twelve million. 
Oh, interesting. But I mean, I mean she is so. a much bigger yeah. star. Yeah, she's. Him. I mean, she's an Oscar, like multiple Oscar-winning movie star, and he's yeah. you know an, more of kind of an up-and-coming. Is she multiple winning? I think. Yeah, once she won for Win- Winter's Ball. Yeah, I don't and think she won, won for him. Um, no, she did win. Um, oh, did she win for that? Playbook. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was nominated for Joy. Wow. Okay. And she, she might have been nominated for American Hustle as well. I mean, she seems to be nominated all the time. Chris Pratt, though, I feel like, have we seen him in a serious role? I don't know if this role is serious, but it seems like if he and her are the lead, it looks like a sort of moody sci-fi film. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen him in... Um, I've only ever seen him in Guardians of the Galaxy, which is obviously a comedy, and I've seen him in a really bad movie called What's Your Number? And Jurassic World. Oh, Jurassic World, yeah. Um, anyway, he's not Kind someone. of the same character, that sort of roguish... Uh, yeah sort of I'd be interested action hunk comic relief guy. yeah which I imagine he's doing in this no offence but I doubt he's much range last time I saw him actually was in The Magnificent Seven and he was pretty bad in that yeah I just don't I think I really like him in, in the movies I've seen him in I think he plays a lovable goofy kind of funny guy but I'd be shocked to see him in a serious role I'd be yeah. very surprised shocked yeah sh- I would be shocked absolutely shocked just based on his past performance. you sitting there with your mouth hanging open mouth open, open. where well, she can do anything we know that yeah, she's incredible she's very versatile so anyway but uh, you know I, I trust a Rotten Tomato I'd re- I've rarely seen anything with the low Rotten Tomato score that I thought was good yeah this is very low very low what is, what's fresh on that like 60% 60, I think, isn't it yeah. so it's not so it's even like way below I think it's 30 I'll have to check afterwards um, so yeah and it's just under 2 hours um, I think it would be fun. I mean, like it's New Year's Day. It's a rainy day. It's a nice day to go to the cinema. We haven't been. It's our first movie of the year. Yeah, um, off to a obviously, we haven't been this year yet because it's the first of January. Um, but we haven't been since um, we went to see It's a Wonderful Life. So we haven't been to the cinema. So it's nice. It's nice to see a good big action movie. We don't really have anything else to say. No, nothing to say. So let's just sit here for two hours. You guys can just listen to us having yeah, tea. No. <laughs> uh, I'm going to read my book. Shite. Yeah. Um, all right. See you after. Bye. We boarded the Avalon with a destination. 120 years hibernation means we'll wake up in a new century on a new planet. But a year ago, everything changed. Hello? Anybody here? Hello? know what's going on. Nobody else is awake. I think something went wrong with the hibernation pods. We woke up too soon. Nine years too soon. This can't be happening. We have to go back to sleep. We can't. Aurora, we love you! Okay, we're just out of passengers. It's raining. It's pretty gross. Um, I really like that. I liked it too. Yeah. I don't understand why it's on 30% of Rotten Tomatoes. I kept waiting for it to get like, re- oh, something really bad's going to happen now and it's going to be terrible, but it wasn't. Well, I will say, okay, I don't... Le- well, let's firstly give a quick synopsis of the film yeah. for anyone who's interested. So, so basically, Chris Pratt um, is a passenger on a ship that's going to a colony that takes 90 or 120 years to travel to. His um, hibernation pod wakes him up early. So he wakes up 90 years before his destination. By himself, he's the only crew member who's awake. Uh, Sorry, he's not a crew member, he's a passenger. So he sort of has to live with that. And then the central dilemma of the movie is whether or not he should uh, wake up 
another passenger because he's completely alone, which is Jennifer Lawrence. Have I just spoiled the movie? You haven't spoiled the movie. I mean, that would all. I be mean, in that's the, the premise, yeah. surely. I don't know. It's in the trailer. Actually, it has to be. Well, look, that's the premise. Um, but anyway, he does yeah. <laughs> obviously because she's in the movie. Yeah. Um, and that's the sort of core question of the movie. If you were stranded on a desert island and you could be stranded with somebody else, but you're dooming them to be stranded on a desert island, would you do it? And it's really interesting. I find it morally very interesting. Yeah, I agree. And I liked, I liked this movie. I think it was, um, it was quite. Uh, it had a light touch. I mean, we'd said beforehand, we wondered how Chris Pratt would deal with a sort of a, a more serious role, but it was really just more of the same with him. I think he was quite charming it in was. it. Uh, it was a bit. It was, it was basically his character from Guardians of the Galaxy, but less flippant. Yes. Like he was a bit more serious. It was a more serious version of that character that he plays, but. Exactly, but particularly he's really the, good though. Yeah, he's very good in it. Jennifer yeah. Lawrence was great, uh, particularly in the beginning. It had a very, very. Um, it felt like the Martian at the edge. beginning. Do you know what it really and reminded? Like moon. <laughs> it reminded me of a quite a, a slightly more serious version. Well, very more serious version of the Last Man on Earth. I was thinking that yeah, too. At a TV one point show when he was kind of having what I liked. I guess we should talk about what we liked. So what I liked is, um, you know, kind of his his period of disbelief. Then. Um, acceptance you know and he just started to to actually have fun with it on the advice of the robot barman which played, played very by well Sheen. by Michael Sheen yeah. um, and he started having fun with it then he got really depressed then he stumbles across Jennifer Lawrence and watches for some reason she's a hundred video logs made before she gets on the ship well it seemed like that was sort of a standard thing like they interview everybody maybe I don't know why what would be the purpose of <laughs> yeah. interviewing everybody or maybe it's because she was sort of semi-famous maybe um, so yeah I thought that was interesting and then I got I kind of had conflicting emotions because I got really I was really disturbed by what he did when he woke her because yeah, um very upsetting. I felt Dick like move. it was like they played it well because on one hand of course you understand why he did it because he's so lonely he's been on his own for a year uh, he feels terrible and he you know he, he thinks he's fallen in love with her but then on the other hand what it was reminding me is of those really creepy disturbing men who stalk women. Like he was just watching <laughs> yeah. her. He was fantasizing about her personality. He had decided he was in love with her. And in the end, he decided that he should make decisions for her. And he took away her agency and he woke her up. And then they're essentially in an abusive relationship because he's enslaved her and trapped her. And he's decided her fate for her. And I was like, this is fucked up. But at the same time, I was like really rooting for them because they had amazing chemistry. So I was like, ooh, Kathy. <laughs> it was quite, weird. Uh, it's, yeah, it's quite horrifying. Yeah. I, kind, I kind of... There's a real sense of claustrophobia uh, about it. Um, yeah, you're just waiting. Okay, well, actually, let's talk spoiler, spoiler street. street. Yeah, go in spoiler street. I was just waiting for her We're, to find so, out. So, so just spoilers now. Um, we already just did a spoiler announcement. Yeah, but I'm giving people a break. You oh. think you said you, you said this before? People need like a little bit of a break to switch off. We can't just say spoilers and go straight into it. Okay, because well, they've got to rush off, to please. their to their phones and turn switch it off. Switch it off, please. Right. Right. So I was just waiting for her to find out, and I thought when she did, she played it so well. Like she's such a great actress. Yeah. And I suddenly thought, ooh, I mean, we've been watching this movie from his perspective. You know, he's the hero. He's the central character. It's all from his perspective. It's all beautiful. And you cut to her perspective and she's trapped by an abusive man. And she's been put in this horrific situation which she describes as murder, which it essentially is. Like, he's taken her life away from her. I thought the way she portrayed, like, first of all, the the disbelief, then the shock, then the anger. You yeah. know, it was kind of all the stages of grief and the grief was for her own life. It was terrible and they did that really well. And then very cleverly and quickly, 
they moved into lightness where there was like you know they had custody of the bartender and one of them one of them could <laughs> yeah, have them funny. on a Tuesday and one could have them on a Wednesday Getting proper mental health care can help you feel more like you. That's why Cerebral offers convenient access to online mental health services, including therapy and medication management. Cerebral's diverse clinician team can help with anxiety, insomnia, relationship issues, workplace stress, and more. You can schedule and communicate with your care team through Cerebral's mobile app and attend your sessions from the comfort of your own home. Get started with or without insurance. Plus, you can use your FSA or HSA. Start your first month for 50% off at Cerebral.com slash ACAST. And it was really only at this point, despite it being a sci-fi space setting, and we do have to say the setting looked incredible. Yeah, it did. I thought the set was amazing. And... Um, only at that point does the sci-fi kind of problem kick in and that's a the good Jeopardy hour into the movie even more well I would say what I kind of wish that this movie had done is delved a little bit more into that central question and their relationship because I think by the time by the time it had cro- like it had revealed itself to her and they were going through you know this this horrible phase they didn't have a real resolution except that they had to work together exactly. because of some contrived it was false uh, it, I felt like the, to be honest I felt like the third act kind of let it down a bit because a, it was when, an easy out for them Lawrence Fishburne wakes up and then from there it's just sort of uh, beat by beat sort of uh, we've got to save the ship kind of thing yeah. and, then, and then it sort of had a lot of contrived little endings like we've seen a million times before just for just to have some action. Yeah, like, Lawrence Fishburne oh. was great, wasn't he? Yeah, he was good. And he but, was almost like it was just at the point of the movie where actually I was ready to see another character. Like yeah. he felt like a breath of fresh air to the audience as well as to the characters in the movie. I thought. Yeah, exactly. And you kind of almost instantly knew he was doomed, and it was but, just great that he got them the override buttons and his badge and all that kind of stuff. Well, it kind of came along at just the right time, but I mean, it's just it's just you know oh. We have to do the manual override, and then oh no, someone has to be here. And then it was like 2001: Space before. Odyssey when he had to go outside. Yeah, it was reminding me of a lot of movies. Like it was a bit derivative. But one thing we do have to say is that what was cool about it, um, and my little sister Jackie, who we were chatting to last night, pointed this out. You know, it's good that it's it's a big sci-fi movie that is completely just a, an original movie. Like this yeah. literally never happens. It's not based on a book. It's not a sequel. It's not based on characters. That we or something know. Of. Else. I've done no research. Uh, to my knowledge, it's just a screenplay. Could be wrong, but um, you know that's cool. Uh, yeah, likewise. Um, I th- I think that's great, and you need to reward. We should be rewarding this kind of um, of um, ingenuity. And I mean, it, the fact that I think by the end it didn't really present anything new, but it was a fun ride. I no, thought but it what was... it did present new was the the core dilemma between the characters. Yes, but my point is, but from a right, sci-fi perspective, I liked, it wasn't I liked new. the movie. It was good. It was it was an enjoyable journey. But I really think the best sci-fi tackles a concept, um, asks a question, and then sort of gives you enough to sort of work with to either answer the question yourself or provide some thoughtfulness on that question. I feel like this movie presented the question and then didn't really know what to do with it. And then by the time the core of the dilemma emerged, it just became a sort of on-the-rails, fix-the-ship yeah. movie with a rushed resolution but can I tell so you I think what that I thought was they a little done. bit disappointing um, can I tell you what I thought they should have done what so I thought they should have killed Chris Pratt off 
Yes, I thought he was going to die. They should have had her on the ship and then they should have had her a year later Wake waking someone, someone else, else. Yeah. because she couldn't be on her own. That's exactly what I thought it was going to do. Yeah, and that, that would have been cool. That way it's sort of, that's asking questions about um, the selfishness of humanity and how we are, you know, we will ultimately, because what he did was the most selfish act yeah, it was terrible. in the world. Even as he was doing it, he was hating himself. But because humans just can't be alone and we're not supposed to be alone. Yeah. So it was like you kind of understand it. I thought the greatest line in the movie was Lawrence Fishburne saying, you know, a drowned man will always drag someone down with yeah. him. Yeah, it was like, that was so cool. And then the other thing then right at the end I thought was just really annoying was um, he found this kind of way where he could preserve her in this one pod, right? And she'd wake up in 88 years. And I just thought, well, actually, that's really stupid. Why don't you preserve her for five years? Then wake her up. Then you get preserved for five years. Then she wakes you up. And you keep going vice versa, and then, then you can. But both then, then you're spending forty years in isolation. Each. Yep. Yeah, okay. Fine. Then do it every second year. No, but you're still spending forty years in isolation, just whether it's consecutive or not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but this—if they're like madly in love and they want to, so they basically spend that, their life just the two of them on a ship. Like, but that's then, rubbish. But that way, what they? But that way, they would. Yeah, they'd see each other in forty-five years, but then they'd be, what they'd be like seventy-something. And how many years left would they have? So really, if you think of that, what, how, what quality of life is that? That's spending 45 years alone just so, so you can see some other people on a planet. Yeah, but instead of doing that, they just spent their whole life planting trees on a ship. That's all they did in the time. No, I liked, I liked that she was presented with the choice and then she chose to be with him. Yeah, but he's still her abuser. Well, he, he was. Look, but yes, he did one horrible act of abuse. Um... But then she ultimately chose to forgive him and be with him, I guess. Which, again, yeah, is maybe is slightly flippant. Yeah, but part of that is because he, well, he's the only person she has in the world. So, of course, she's going to pick him. Like, you know what I mean? And, like, oh, of course it helps that he he's so charming and nice. And, like, he's ridiculous. Aside from him waking her up, he's, like, the perfect man. You know, he's a mechanic. He wants to build his own house. He's so funny and charming. Um, yeah, so I don't really... I felt like the end, definitely, like, the last third definitely let it down and then just a couple of nitpicky things that I found really annoying was A so the ship is supposed to let what a thousand people wake up four months before landing the crew yeah no er, yeah no, no 250 but, crew wake up a month before everyone else yeah and they still but they're supposed to wake up four months before landing five months so five the crew wake up five okay, months no, before okay no it doesn't matter about the specifics I'm just saying think of all those people that are supposed to wake up five months or four months before landing yeah they woke up 90 years before landing they're going to have gotten through all the provisions there's going to be like if any food left for the people who actually wake up no because if you think that was really selfish no no if you think five months worth of food for 5,000 people would be enough for well like I can't do the maths here but 90 years for two people I'm just saying they wouldn't have been able they wouldn't have got through all that no they wouldn't have got through it all but they would have fucked the thing up a bit and also it looks like they were growing plants and stuff and the other thing I thought they should have done was they actually should have probably woken after 30 years they should have or 40 years or whatever time you want to give it they should have woken somebody else up because it's also selfish of them to let themselves grow old and die because clearly the ship is destructible and needs somebody manning it but they fixed it yeah, but they fixed it that one time, but like it could happen again. <laughs> yeah, I get you know it. what I mean. Like I think it's actually but, really um, inadvisable to leave it unmanned when they. But then that's died. the whole point of the thing. Do you wake someone up and steal fifty years of their life? No, but that's what I'm saying. If they waited till they were like sixty or, or seventy, and then woke somebody up. <laughs> okay. Do you know what I mean? 
And then another thing that was annoying me was yeah, that but the, okay. how like uh, Jennifer Lawrence, her hair and makeup was like completely perfect for the entire movie. And I thought, fair enough, you've. She was a gold class passenger. She had access to all the. All yeah, the that's. Stuff. I did think maybe she was getting a spa or something, but I would have liked a bit of a spa montage or something. So basically, <laughs> so she wakes Passengers. up every morning and puts on that much makeup. This and gets movie that needs up. a spa montage. That's exactly <laughs> what it needed. No, but I just thought it seemed really unrealistic. But then maybe she had nothing else to do but put makeup on. A uh, couple of other points I'd like to make. Um, the scene where the gravity goes out and she's in a swimming pool that was cool very very clever yeah, that was amazing and scary that was really yeah, was scary. terrifying because you're like there's no way to swim out of the water yeah that was really I felt almost like I couldn't breathe yeah it. Um, actually it wasn't a couple of points that was the only other thing I wanted to say oh Andy Garcia was in this movie at the very end for no reason and said oh. nothing for oh, one second <laughs> just so had got, his face he got fifth, fifth billing. billing I have to say I really liked Michael Sheen in it um yeah. Thank yeah, you. that's all you have to say? Yeah. He was good. And um, but overall I thought they had incredible chemistry uh, to the point where I was watching them and I thought, ooh, if I was his wife, I'd be so jealous watching this movie. Oh my god, I had the exact same thought. Did you? Yeah, what's his wife's name? Anna, Anna, Faris. Anna Faris. I thought they have no chemistry, because that movie I mentioned <laughs> earlier that <laughs> movie they? I mentioned earlier, um What's Your Number? They're in that movie together, and it's a shit movie anyway, and I don't rate her as an actress, but like... Is he in that? I yeah, thought Chris Evans a... was the... Oh, wait, am I thinking of the wrong Chris? Chris Evans was the, uh, no, the lead in that. No, I thought he was in it as well, though. Maybe, I've never oh, seen God, it. Oh, God, right, maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, she would no chemistry with whoever was in that movie. But yeah, him and Jennifer Lawrence, when they were in the cafeteria making I thought, out, I was yes, like, oh, on wow. the table, I thought, yeah. oh, hello. And she's so beautiful as well, I get distracted watching her movies, because she's so I gorgeous. know, her makeup was so good. <laughs> um... But yeah, I think it was like a solid like three and a half star film. I don't understand the review. Totally. I think like... Though we haven't read any reviews, so maybe... You know, sometimes Rotten Tomatoes aggregates things and somebody might have said a couple of positive things, but their overall review isn't that positive. Yeah, true. Look, it's not a perfect system, but 30% imp- implies it's overall uh, pretty negative. Uh, I will say, yeah, great little great little premise. Great to see original movie. Good to see, we need to support original movies. And... Um, and I don't think Keanu Reeves would have been very good, so I'm glad he wasn't. In Absolutely it. not. Um, Keanu Reeves is Chris, the Chris Pratt was actually the star, so I love that she made more money than him because he was in it more like screen like screen time. He's way more in it more than her. Yeah, but it's very much the, the, the I mean, it's a double billing really. Yeah, but she was top billing. So yeah, I've got uh, nothing else to say on it. Yeah, really. I liked it. I mean, I'll probably never watch it again, but I thought it was worth seeing in the cinema because visually, I thought it was really cool looking, and I liked how they did the exposition. I thought that was all done very well. Yeah, through her book or whatever. And also through, like, at the start, the way he thought he was just being woken up and there was four months to go and then he kind of realises, oh no, there's 90 years to go. And I think 90 years was a good number they picked because it's not a lo- it's not so long. You know, it's not a thousand years or something ridiculous. It's almost just within your reach, but not. Yeah, that's the scary thing. Yeah. Oh, how good was that that scene where he sends the message? To Earth, you think, yeah. You think, oh, finally. <laughs> it's like, you get an answer it, in 17 years. years. And yeah. then 37 years response. They would have. Yeah. They probably would have. Well, they would have been alive for that. Yeah, happily tending yeah. their garden. <laughs> All right. Well, let's leave it there. First yeah, so, movie of the year. Not bad. So I recommend it. Not the best movie we've ever seen, but perfectly enjoyable. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Um, let us know what you thought on Twitter at the Cinemile, and uh, Happy New Year. Oh wait, we need to say we did our poll of the best Christmas movie. What were the four movies? Oh yeah, I think Home Alone came out top. It Home was- Alone came out. Home Alone, Die Hard, uh, It's a Wonderful Life, and uh, Forgotten the Other One. Love Actually. Love Actually, yeah. Which was bottom, came last. 
Yeah. Your Home Alone came first. So yeah, we'll do more polls soon. Bye. All right, Happy New Year.